with Will Smith being the presumed pick at number four for the San Jose Sharks, what type of player are they getting? We're going to look at what the numbers say, what the scouts say, and make the case for Will Smith at four on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked On Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. And I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, uh, proudly a part of the Locked on Network, where we cover your team every day. And if you want to be an everydayer, all you got to do is follow along wherever you get podcasts, or you can subscribe on YouTube as well. Just come back tomorrow. We're going to have plenty more draft stuff coming for you guys as we're now uh, two weeks from the draft as, as of the time you're hearing this. So... Today we're going to talk about Will Smith, who is the presumed number four pick in the draft. I'm going to be kind of looking at what type of player the Sharks are going to get. We did a draft profile of Will Smith way back in February with Chris Peters. Um, you know, and he was, I think, the, the third or fourth profile I did um, in my series. Um, and some time has passed. So we're going to, you know, we have more information now. So we're going to kind of look at what his stats say what type of player he is we're going to look at what scouts say both public and you know public scouts and what nhl scouts are saying and then make the case why or at least why i think mike greer is making um presumably making the pick of will smith at number four but before we get into that do want to let you guys know today's episode is brought to you guys by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So Will Smith, we're presuming, assuming, I know you should never do those things when it comes to the draft, but we assume it's going to be number one, Bedard to Chicago. Number two, Fantilli to Anaheim. Number three, Leo Carlson to uh, Columbus, and that leaves number four for the Sharks, and of course the Mitchkoff Will Smith debate that has been raging on basically since um, you know we found out we're going to be four. Uh, but you know we 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 know at least we know it, it. All signs are pointing to Will Smith being the pick at number four, and I get it from the Mitchkoff angle. Mitchkoff is going to. Probably be a great player, amazing player, potentially Hall of Fame type of player. Um, but we'll talk about it a little bit at the end, kind of why Will Smith just might be the guy for the Sharks. Um, it's not like Will Smith is is some slouch either. It's not like they're just they're reaching for some third line grinder um, who's you know going to come in and, and score you know five goals and play seven minutes a night type of game. Like Will Smith is a great, great player. And um, if Mitchkov wasn't in this draft, you would be super happy about getting Will Smith. If this was basically any other draft, um, getting Will Smith would, would feel amazing. Like it would feel great. I think it's just the, what Mitchkov could be the insanely high soon. And Mitchkov is, is so tantalizing and it's easy for us to sit on our couches and might sit on this podcast and say, yeah, you should take Mitchkoff. And we don't know a lot of the information that's out there on what's going on with Mitchkoff, all that, all that stuff. And frankly, 
you know, I don't know how much NHL teams know either as well. So, but let's focus on Will Smith. Um, and let's start with the production, which is off the charts. Um, again, Will Smith, really good at offense. Um, looking at the numbers, so six foot or just a hair under six foot, 172 pounds uh, in 60 games for uh, the U.S. national team. Um, he scored 51 goals, 76 assists with 184 shots on goal. Um, that is second most to one Gabe Rowe, who is his line mate this year. Um, Will Smith, offensive juggernaut. This, this, just what he did scoring wise, absolutely ridiculous. Like we we have not seen this from a player out of the U.S. Uh, program before. If you look at some of his tracking data, so we're going to, um, this is via the um, Elite Prospects uh, draft guide. So uh, Mitch Mitch Brown, who's been on the podcast before, uh, you know, they they use his system to track his, all of Will Smith's kind of what he's doing, right? So if you look at his shooting, expected goals per 60, it's really good. Shots per 60, low. So he is scoring, kind of picking his shots and making the most of them. Um you know, slot passes are the Z score is a three. Like it is filled to the, like he is making amazing passes. Like that's what is he looking to do? Making these passes um, like a ones per six. Like he's making great decisions with the passing. We know that's what Will Smith, Will Smith is a, a dynamite playmaker um, transition control entries per 60. Very high up there. I don't think he's was asked. So that's controlled entries that it's getting into the offensive zone. Um, controlled exits per 60, not so great. That is getting out of your defensive zone into the neutral zone. And I don't think Will Smith was kind of asked to be that guy for uh, the for the U.S. national team. And so cross-lane plays, like in the – so basically kind of plays in the middle um, in the neutral zone. He's very good at holding on to the puck um, there. Offensive zone retrieval, so defensively, not the strongest. And again, as we'll get into with the scout reports here, that is not really kind of his what he was asked to do or his forte type of thing. Um, not the greatest there, but you know, boards to middle plays. So kind of one of the things that you know, as we'll get into in a middle minute, is with his track with his not the strongest guy in the board in the middle, like in the boards, um, creating stuff like that. Did you know, but his boards to middle plays, at least in the, the 13 games are tracked. We're positive advantages created per 60. Great. Um, you know, game score per 60. So basically kind of the average of everything he's doing per 60. He's a, he's a positive player. His overall offense, 98th percentile, 76th percentile transition, 30th percentile defense, 95th percentile uh, player for, for guys tracks like him. Looking at um, some of the kind of projection models, so Byron Bader's model, which is more focused on scoring, um, has him at a 76% star potential, which is a star for uh, forwards as a career average of 0.7 points per game as a forward, um, defenseman 0.45 uh, career points per game, and the 80% chance to be an NHL or says 200-plus games. Um, comps, Daniel, uh, Danny Breer, love me some Danny Breer. Um, to draft your comps, also Marion Hosa. Um, those are some very solid names to be compared to. Uh, also, Nikolai Prohorkin, sorry, buddy. And also being compared to Adam Fantilli. Adam Fantilli, 
little bit bigger. Um, probably, a, you know, Fantilia and most drafts would be the first pick except for this one, unfortunately. Looking at uh, Jay Fresh's model. So they go more war. So if you don't know what uh, war is, um, that is wins above replacement or war is a statistical model designed to estimate the individual impact a player has on his team in a number of ways, including by creating scoring chances for himself, his line mains at even strength and the power play, by finishing the chances, preventing his opponent from getting scoring chances at even strength and the penalty kill, by drawing more penalties than he takes. So this one's a little bit more in all-encompassing um, model for for him. And Will Smith, 96 percentile to be a NHLer. So for them, an NHLer is 200-plus games with a positive war, so positive wins above replacement, and a 62% chance of becoming a star. Um, star equals a top 18.5% of war per 82 games. That is more of looking at how he is compared to everybody else. But those are... Very good numbers for uh, one Will Smith. So, you know, and then looking at some of his tournament plays, right? Um, at the U18s, or yes, at the U18s um, this spring, he was named the MVP um, of that tournament with his 20 points, uh, which led the tournament, nine goals, which led the tournament, and 11 assists, which were second behind his teammate, Gabe Perot. Um and in this class, like there was, it's not like there's some slots. I know Bajara didn't play, right? We know Fantilli didn't play. Uh, we know Leo Carlson didn't play because he was playing with the the men. But you know Otto Senberg, who's going to be a first round pick, uh, Mac Celebrini, going to be a top pick in next year's draft. Matthew Wood, uh, another high, going to be another high pick. Like there's, it's not like this is just you know Oliver Moore was in here, David Estrom, uh, Calum Ritchie. Like there's guys who were going to be high picks in this draft and he was named the MVP and his line was dominated um, among his peers. So statistically he's very good. Uh, he's very good. He is a proficient, proficient offensive machine. So what did the scouts say? So before we get into looking at some of the different scouting reports, both public and then some of the private uh, scouts or what their, their thoughts are, at least that are available, do need to take a quick break uh, and talk to you guys about our friends over at Fandle. And just as a slight, 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 I'm recording this during game four or five, whatever, during game five right now. So if the NBA Finals is finished, my apologies. But um, if they haven't finished you can still make your way, make a fast break to Fandle during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Um, the app is secure and safe. You get paid instantly, right? There's nothing worse than like winning and then you have to like wait for it to actually show up in your account. They have great promotions every day. Um, I always like the ones where it's like, Pick a player and they need to get, you know, they set like an over or under between points, uh, rebounds, and assists. Those are fun because it's just fun to root for players to do fun things. So there's no better place in all of the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, so we looked at the stats, and again, what Will Smith did offensively 
is no joke. Like he, the dude put up numbers and he put up production. So what do the actual like scouts say? So uh, our friend Austin Garrett from Smart Scouting, he says, what makes Will Smith so tantalizing as a prospect is when he has a puck on a stick, the offensive zone. His abilities to maneuver around defenders, retain control of the puck, and maintain perfect balance in small areas makes him a human highlight reel. He has a great wrist shot and is able to thread passes and create passing lanes at an elite level. He never was a dominant puck transporter on his line, and his defense engagement level wasn't high even to finish the year. Well, I question if he sticks at center of the NHL. There's no denying that he has one of the highest offensive potentials in the draft. So, the dude, again, we know the defense is going to be an issue with him. And that is something he's going to work on when he goes uh, to Boston College. And I think it might have been the system. If you're way back when I talked to Chris Peters, you know, I asked about the defense. And they said he basically said they didn't really ask him to do it because he's so so gifted offensively they tried to put him in a position to do what he does well so um from dauber prospects um will smith has had lots of incredible performances over the year but there has also been some mediocre ones mixing in a bad game here and there isn't surprising as he just turned 18 years old also smith usually follows up a tough performance with a jaw-dropping one uh, Smith has legitimate star potential and is going to continue his success at Boston College next year, where he'll likely play along as NTDP lineman. So once again, he extends possessions, finds teammates using great deception, and can score at a high level in the future. His role at the next level will be determined by his development in areas like his skating stride and his two-way game, but his offensive game has little to no holes. He can play physically, but at much more reliant on skill because he has elite tools and excellent feel for the game. That's from Evan Pace over at Dauber Prospects. So, again, from what he has seen, we don't know defensively that that is going to be an area he's going to have to work on. But um, I think it's easier to teach people to play defense than it is to teach them to play offense, right? And if that that's something he's definitely going to have to work on. But I think going to college and playing in the NCAA, that's going to help his his development a ton there. So, um, but hearing things like the, you know, um, jaw dropping performances, like he has a bad game, he comes back and he's, a, that's what stars do right after a bad game, they come back and they have a monster performance. Um, like awesome. Sign me up for that. All right. From elite prospects. So um, Smith may not be one of the best parts of the draft, uh, but he's not far off. He's undoubtedly one of the most entertaining. The way that Smith blends dangles into passes, chains plays together, and processes the speed of the game is just special. There's no way to describe it. Again, just special the way he thinks and processes. All right, continues. You don't score 50 plus goals without the ability to find yourself. And though, uh, those who don't discount Smith's ability to finish the job himself either. Uh, sure, you can put a goaltender into a spin cycle, but he's capable of off-puck scoring threat, uh, probing for shooting opportunities, and timing his arrivals into space perfectly before sending one and two shots on goal. Continues, of course, the catch with Smith's playing style. He's not quite learned to appreciate the finer side of discretion. He's not the most efficient player, often playing at upper limit or beyond his skill level with a puck, often overhanding, handling, or trying plays with little to no chance of success. You're not drafting Smith to win loose pucks or shut the opponent's best down, 
though if you're drafting Smith, especially if you're doing some the first three to five picks, it's because you believe his offensive upside and his potential to be a game-breaking number one center at the NHL level. He has the talent with a little bit more maturity to his game, can add some pop as a skater. It's well within his means to get there. So that's a lot right there. But um, Will Smith, game-breaking. When you see that in a scouting report, like sirens go off type of thing. Game, that is something the Sharks do and I have. Game, other than Eklund, I think. Game-breaking potential there. Well, again, it's easy. It is easier to teach a guy, and especially a, a young guy like this, right? This is, you know, you talk, especially we talk about our with our friend uh, Hattie, who comes on. He talks about kind of the trying stages of your career and figuring out what you can and can't do at a younger age, and then that way, as you continue to grow and develop, you learn what you can and can't do. And I think as he gets to college, you'll probably see some of that rain back and he'll probably won't be as risk averted. At least that's the hope, but he'll still have that stuff in his back pocket of when he needs to make that special type of play. And that is going to be, that's always the balance with these type of players is, you know, these high sometimes high risk players look at Eric Carlson. I'm not saying Will Smith is Eric Carlson, but Eric Carlson does things no other human can do. And occasionally it backfires on him, right? But nine out of 10 times when he does it, it's because he's Eric Carlson and there's just nobody else in the world that can do what Eric Carlson does. Will Smith is trying to figure out what Will Smith can do that nobody else can do or very few players can do type of situation. So um, the great thing about the lead prospects, they also have some of the uh, scouting, you know, conference scouts. They have some executives. So, uh, all anonymous, of course, but uh, Western Conference executive says elite hockey IQ, his ability to maneuver in traffic, beat defenders one on one, and create offense is at the top of this draft class. Potential number one center uh, from an Eastern Conference scout has almost everything you look for an elite point producer. The skating isn't great yet, but it keeps improving. If he was six foot two, he'd go second overall. The potential is that big. And then a Western Conference scout. He is going to make a lot of defensemen look silly. High skill, sense, and speed, lethal combo. At times, he's guilty of taking some shifts off, but at his best, he's a high-octane offensive player. So, basically, what everybody is saying is, yes, he needs to work in his own zone. And that is something he's going to... He, I'm 100% sure he knows he needs to do. And with good coaching at Boston College, and I'm I'm very, very confident... Um, with the coaching at Boston college and the program that, 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 that they put out, he will get that opportunity to have great coaching and work on his own zone. But the offensive skills are so tantalizing. So upside, the, the upside of it is so extreme. Like if he can figure out his defensive stuff and then figure out what he can and can't do in the offensive zone, which will come with more as he continues to develop, the Sharks could be getting their 1C right now, which is something they've – their 1C of the future, right? Um, and I know we'll get into making the case for it here, but all those words that you hear in the scouting reports, those are exciting to hear. For me, those are exciting to hear. Um, and Will Smith Will Smith looks to be an extremely fun, extremely fun player. So – 
before we get into the case for Will Smith and, you know, kind of why Smith over Mishkov, um, do want to thank you guys for making Locked on Sharks your first listen. Uh, again, proudly a part of the Locked on Network where we cover your team every day. Um, if you want to be an everydayer, just come back tomorrow uh, where we have a draft profile on David Reinbecker, who could, who will be the first defenseman off the board and is a potential dark horse for the Sharks at number four. Um, so we d- dig into Reinbacker, uh, kind of what makes him tick and kind of discuss um, the top end of the draft with David St. Louis, who worked on this elite prospect and is one of the, the head honchos over at elite prospects with when it comes to the draft guide. So um, make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts. And of course, you can watch this on YouTube as well. All right, so the case for Will Smith, right? You see the offense. Outstanding. Uh, you couldn't ask for, for much better production offensively. Um, you hear the scouting reports. And yes, we know stuff he's going to work on. And that you can point to a ton of different, you know, er, most every prospect, except for like, you know, the Fantillies who feels like he's going to be able to step in if he wanted to step in right away and, and be a two-way center um, for the for the Ducks or Leo Carlson feels like that. But most prospects, the thing they got to work on the most is their defensive zone. And that is that is fine, especially for um, an 18-year-old kid who's basically been told go score as much as you can, as often as you can. So I don't worry about that. I think it's I think, yes, it is a concern. But I think there's a pathway to him being decent enough in his own zone. Um, kind of like almost like an Eric Carlson where your offensive is so good, you can kind of just make up for being okay-ish in your own zone. So, um, and of course, there's the Mitchkov factor, right? Yes, Mitchkov is going to probably be a extremely, extremely good talent, but just thinking from the shark side, right? There is definitely some red flags and areas to be concerned about um, with him potentially never coming over. I think he does come over and you kind of don't know what his development's going to be like, right? We know he's going to play in the KHL for the next three seasons, but again, how much input are you having, right? It's at Boston college. If Mike Greer calls up and goes, Hey guys, how's Will Smith doing? What's he working on? Can you guys make sure he's working on this? Yes, sure. Okay. Like I think there's a better communication and collaboration with having someone in your own backyard um, compared to having someone in the KHL, especially with everything that is going on in the world right now. Um, there is just something that that's security, right? And Will Smith is just, he's a safer pick. Granted, there's a lot of stuff to worry about uh, with his own defensive zone, if he's even going to be a center. But worst case scenario is Wilson is going to be an extremely high-end winger who can score a bunch of points for you. Um, You know, like his biggest comp a lot of times is Trevor Zegers, right? Ducks have been kind of playing this as Trevor Zegers a center, as Trevor Zegers a winger. And probably now with McTavish and Fantilli, Zegers is going to slot into as a winger, uh, which is probably more of a natural position for him. So um, with with Will Smith, 
you can try him at center, keep him at center as long as you can. And then if you end up getting like the first pick next year and you get yourself uh Matt Concelebrini or you get yourself like if you get your your one C of the future next year, um cool. Will Smith, you're gonna be either a two C um or you're gonna be a top line winger. And man, imagine having Celebrini, Will Smith, Philip B Philip B said as your three C, like cool. So there's definitely is some stuff, some worries about, you know, his development when it comes to can he reach his ultimate potential. But I think the floor of just having a dynamic playmaking winger um, is pretty awesome. And if he tops out as a 1C um, that the Sharks desperately need in their draft pool, that's great. That's that's awesome. Um, so I know the height, whatever he's six foot or a shade under six foot, he'll put on more muscle as he goes to goes to college. Um, I'm not worried about that. I know the NHL's swinging back in towards the bigger, stronger players in the playoffs and such. But um, again, I, I think you can still continue your it's not like the sharks are meeting the playoffs next year or anything like that or in the next couple of years you can continue to add more pieces around them and you know whatever they pick at 26 or whatever they pick at 36 or whatever they end up doing you can still add bigger players to them and we saw Phil B said they get added last year and they're gonna probably have another top five pick in next year draft we can add another big uh big player to the you know to the the draft the, the prospect pool as well so um but I think, though, for Mike Greer, um, again, just me trying to put on Mike the Mike Greer GM hat, Will Smith makes sense because you know what you're going to get. You can kind of develop, you can keep an eye on him in your own backyard um, type of situation. And again, I think the floor is super high and the ceiling is insane. Maybe not Mitchkov insane. But a couple steps back without all the potential risk of Mitchkov. And again, the unknown of what's going to happen with Mitchkov. Um, again, I still think Mitchkov is going to come over. I think we're probably making too much about it. But there's still that slim, slim chance, right? And Will Smith probably going to spend two years at Boston College. And then he's going to be playing in San Jose for like you, you, you see the path for, for Will Smith to be playing games in the NHL here within the next three years. And Mitchkov, again, I think Mitchkov's going to be an outstanding player, um, but I get it from Mike Greer's point of view of wanting to get, you know, this is, I know this isn't his first pick, but it kind of feels like he, remember he was got hired like two days before the draft. Um, so this is his kind of first real cycle of like my draft guys, what I'm looking for kind of, of situation instead of kind of relying on the old regime. So I think it's very important for him to make sure that, that this pick at number four um, works out well. And I think Will Smith is going to work out really well for the Sharks. And um, I'm sure for the next 15 to 20 years, we'll be having the Smith versus Mishkov debates. Um, but I still think drafting Will Smith again, it's not like, the, it's not like a, it's a huge reach. It's not like they're drafting, you know, if they're get, picking like Otto Stenberg, poor Otto Stenberg, I keep picking on him. But poor if they're drafting Otto Stenberg at, at number four, like you could be like, what are you doing, bro? But there's a reason Will Smith is considered a top five uh, talent in this draft. And um, 
yeah, it's again, Will Smith is still really freaking good, guys. So um, that's going to be it for me today. Uh, like I said, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, David St. Louis from um, Elite Prospects joins. We talk about Ryan Bakker. We kind of we touch some more on Will Smith, and uh, you know we we talk about kind of this top ten draft class and his thoughts on it. So make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts, and of course. You can watch on YouTube as well. Uh, we're closing on 1800. We might have hit 1800 by the time you heard this. Um, but if you have not subscribed, please do so. Um, helps out a lot. So um, you can also follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Locked On Sharks. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at My Fryhole. And until tomorrow, bye, friends. <laughs>